0: You're listening to Team Talk on ESPN Radio, 1017 The Team.
1: It is Team Talk, Joe O'Neill, Sam Hauser, and let's get right to it. Peter Trevisani, President, CEO of New Mexico United. He was in Miami, but Pete, we're going to be talking to you every month or every week this season here at about 440, 445, and, and I just want to kind of be able to kind of free flow every once in a while, and I know you're up for it. So before we get to that three points your team earned there at Miami FC, you just heard the rejoin, okay? Peace of mind. (laughs) the band is Boston. Okay. Uh, you were a product of, you know, that time frame down there. You were maybe a little younger for Boston, but, uh, the music scene was hot, dude. I mean, I'm envious because not only was it Boston, it was Aerosmith. And then my favorite, one of my favorites, the cars, they were all right there in the Boston area, Pete. (laughs) Hey, yeah, Joe,
2: that's great. I, I, uh, in the seventies, eighties, so much good music coming out of out of Boston. Uh you just mentioned a couple of my favorites, Jay Giles bands as well. Um, you know, a little later the Mighty Mighty Bostons and Morphine as I kinda got through college and uh, you know, Till Tuesday. It was just it seemed <laughs> like, you know, Boston in the seventies and eighties is what, you know, Seattle was the grunge in the 90s, and it was just great to have that kind of energy in, in that city.
1: So anyway, just running around town, did you know anybody that knew somebody? You know, I mean, Boston was such a, like, it, it It just grew. I mean, you know, like that song, Rock and Roll Band, everybody's listening. We were just another band out of Boston on the road to try to make ends meet. I mean, uh, when that first Boston album hit, it was like one of the, the biggest albums of that year. So, I mean, obviously, you know, everybody was wearing the T-shirts and stuff, Pete, right? At least.
2: Oh, yeah, yeah. Everyone, Look, everyone said they knew Aerosmith, but I, I don't know that they had... If they had 100,000 friends, maybe it was true. But, <laughs> you know, it was great. I used to... Uh, my first job was really working as kind of a bouncer, a you know, door guy at, at the Paradise Rock Club. And so many iconic bands, you know, came through that club It had about room for about 500 uh, people. And so all the bands you just talked about at some point, you know, worked their way through that club. And um, I got to see a couple of those bands. And I remember once I walked in that we, uh, we were, I was working one night and I was like, who's this band from LA? They, they kind of sound pretty good. And eventually I just went in and it was guns and roses before they were ever, you know, known. And it was great to see those guys uh, back in, This is going to be back in 84. I'm going to say 85. Wow. So you know, just those little moments—you never know when they're going to creep up, but they're happening right now. For we have so much great music going on in the world, and uh, you know, the next moment's right around the corner. We got some great artists in New Mexico, so let's see if uh, if one of them is the next big rock and roll star.
1: <laughs> yeah, we'll keep our eye on them, Pete. But uh, no, I, I just love hearing stories about. Uh, those days and and we swap them when we're hanging out so uh, let's let's jump let's uh jump to this um this huge uh three points that your your club was able to get down at miami FC it was in uh you know a, a thrilling uh fashion I mean uh, Justin Portillo with a, a pK in the 85th minute and uh, what what a uh, a W here especially with a couple weeks off uh, such a great way to get the season started Pete
2: yeah, you know, the Iceman, Portillo, he, he hit a number of those for us last year. And, uh, you know, we love to have a goal in the run of play, but uh, to get that PK on a clear handball, that's the way the way it goes. Good things happen when the ball's in the box. And so to see him put that away, Miami's a very, very tough team. And, you know, I'm not, I don't know if we talked about it last week, but while Miami may not be as well known out on the West Coast uh, or, you know, where we are. Um, And, you know, they're newer to the USL in the last couple of years. That franchise has been around for over, you know, for like a dozen years. And they've won six, seven championships in NASL and ISL. They were the 800-pound gorilla of those leagues. And then they moved over to USL Championship, I believe, in 2020, 2021, when Ottawa uh, moved their, you know, kind of moved their license down to Miami. And uh, so this is a team that, has been around a long time. Their owners, the Silvas, are co-owners of AC Milan and uh, one of the most iconic clubs in the world. So it, this isn't just uh, some run-of-the-mill team. This is the ownership group that wants to win championships, and they put a lot of money into that team.
1: No doubt about it. I mean, they were a playoff team last year, and again, the headline, New Mexico United beats Miami FC. I could look at that. Uh, all day Pete speaking of that goal the Iceman Justin Portillo here's a clip of that highlight that we had here on 101.7 the team Pete Portillo gets the whistle Portillo on the right foot tucks it
0: away and Justin Portillo puts New Mexico United on top in the 86th minute the Iceman cometh and New Mexico takes the lead
1: and uh, thanks again to you and David Carlin, everybody. Uh, so we had Adam Deal at a wedding in Oregon. Andy Hageman was on the disabled list. And lo and behold, your crew, Tyler Ortega and Chris Hurst, who you can hear and watch on the ESPN Plus games for the home games, they filled in. But that's the way, you know, this works, right? This partnership between ESPN and United. Dude, we, we help each other out. And you, and you gave us uh, some help on Saturday, and we appreciate it, Pete. We always appreciate your willingness to help out. Those guys did a great job. So you were on the trip. Um, I want to get into you know you uh, having a chance to interact with the Silvas, as you mentioned. You know uh, they they're trying to you know get Miami. They have the resources obviously to do that. But like uh, you guys, uh, what's it like being on the road with United in terms of the club? How many you know how many guys got to make this travel team? Uh, how many how many players did Zach Prince take with him on that trip to Miami, Pete?
2: Yeah, no, it's great. Great question. So we, we take, uh, 18 players, uh, on the road with us. Um, and, you know, we're always going to have a backup goalie. So that gives us, you know, uh, you know, six, you know, basically five players that we could really kind of bring in off the bench that could go out into the field. And, you know, we're limited, uh, you know, and so we, we don't always get everybody in, uh, actually six players. So we don't always get everybody in, but, um, you know that the rotation changes, the starters change. Some, you know, some, you know, Alex Wagner, for example, traveled. He didn't, he didn't, uh, any dress. He just didn't get right. in the game. And and uh, you know, next week in Oakland or two weeks in Oakland, we'll we'll see who's in the 18. So it's really competitive to get in the 18. And yep. then we've got our, you know, we've got our head coach Zach Prince. We got assistant, you know, Mac and Luke, our assistant coaches, Carlos, our trainer, James, our our. Uh, Heads up soccer operations then usually David or Isaiah or someone from our media team. It's pretty unique. Someone that you know we're probably one of, if not the only team in our league that travels. Someone from the media from uh, from social media so we can get some great shots, right. uh, shots that go beyond what we can see on TV or hear on the radio. So so that's our entourage, and uh, you know it's it's great. It's a great group, and we spend a lot of time together. I usually join in. Uh, with those guys, I pretty much try to make almost every road game, and it's, uh, it it creates that that family feeling, like you were sure. talking about with Tyler and Chris.
1: No, 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 absolutely, yeah, and and those guys, they love uh, to see their president and CEO right there with them. Now, you know, with Hoop, you see they do a walkthrough. You know, they go to the gym and, and get some shots, and did did you guys ever, did you guys, act, I know it was turf, and you guys practiced on turf before that trip. Did they get a chance to do any kind of a walkthrough on that field pre- prior to, to when they kicked off down there?
2: Yeah, you know, it'd be great. Sometimes uh, it's rare, but sometimes we get a chance to, practice um uh you know get a practice and like we came in on thursday night for the saturday night game but you know the stadium we played in, in this case is uh Ford international university's football stadium and so you know there it's it's tough to get access uh when the club doesn't own and control the stadium and the field. so so often, usually if we're going to practice it's on a different surface but i'd say that surface was pretty good it was one of the better turf surfaces with and um and you know, we we play on turf a lot. I'd say at least a third, if not half, our game our away games are, are on a turf surface.
0: We're talking to Peter Chervisani here on Team Talk ESPN Radio one oh one seven, the team joining us graciously every week here right around this time on Team Talk President CEO of New Mexico United. And I gotta give you props, Pete. Going back to the very first year of the season, I would have everyone every so often I would have Adam Deal teach me some soccer terms, so you know when we when we would talk about United on the show, we could really all start to go down this path together. And you're talking about run of play, trying to score a goal, and run of play settling for the PK from Portillo. You've come a long way as well, there, Pete, from the days of uh, from the <laughs> days of, of Boston College and talking American football.
2: <laughs> what do I still? Yeah, uh, hit them, stick them. Uh, but um, you know that was a good tackle, but. uh yeah, you know, um, I have learned a lot about the game and it's, you know, it's not super complicated. There's some nuances, but, you know, the terms, um, you know, I still, I still don't know all my shapes and sizes uh, out there and configure configurations, but uh, I certainly know when I see good soccer, I certainly, uh, you know, uh, understand the, the big moments and, you know, what I think as you watch soccer more and more, you one of the things about it is you can start to anticipate. You start to see where your team has an advantage in numbers, and there's an opportunity that's available. And when that doesn't materialize, it, yeah, you feel your heart drop down. And when it does materialize, everything starts to build up until maybe eventually a shot and a goal. So there's definitely a pace that with uh, with experience, you start to understand a little bit more, and, and uh, it makes it even that much more enjoyable. So hopefully... Yeah, one day I'll tell you the difference between a, a diamond and four in the back, and uh, we can get into all that stuff.
0: Well, one of the things you guys, uh, it looks like so far you have gotten into is a 1-0 win in Miami, three points for, for the, uh, to start the season. Defense holding on to those leads, a big point of emphasis coming into the season, I would imagine, Pete. What were some of the conversations you guys had in the offseason, you and, and Coach Prince, him and his staff, just about... Whether it was you know certain players you wanted to look for certain uh, certain skill sets, just how you guys were going to make that happen.
2: Yeah, I mean a lot of different things going. On. The first and foremost, you know, we want to make sure the players that we have on the team want to be here, and not just because it's a job or you know it allows them to advance their career. And you know, it, it is a job and it can advance their career, but we want to make sure they want to be in New Mexico, and if you and they want to be in New Mexico for the right reasons, which is to be you have a major impact on the team, on the field, but also an even bigger impact in the community. And there certainly were, you know, I think times last year that, you know, just to be, you know, frank frank and honest, like we always like to be that, you know, I don't know if our team was attached to the community the way that it really needed to be. Maybe that was an overhang from COVID, maybe not. It doesn't really matter why, but we just really wanted to look and make sure that we were bringing back uh, players that wanted to be here. And then when we got new players in, to replace the players that weren't back. You know, they had, a, they had a, you know, resembled New Mexico. They had to have grit and energy and determination and skill for sure, but be more than just someone who's got to put the ball in the net ten times or keep the, the ball out of the net. Uh, they needed to, you know, want to be part of the community, and I think we've really done it. You can feel a difference in the energy of this team. I think even seeing it in that game, you know, we fought hard the last ten minutes to hold on to those three points. No doubt. Uh, we fought for all these loose balls. We won a, a ton of small little battles in the eight, you know, 85th minute on. You know, Miami came at us hard after we scored. And, you know, I don't know that we always had that uh, in the past. You know, that might have been a game where there might have been an equalizer in the 90th minute. But, you know, Zach, Prince, and the rest of the coaches have done a great job of, uh, you know, putting the, the guys in the field they are going to close it out. And I thought Coach Prince did a super job with the substitutions, brought in Brucey and Suggsy and Dole's, and they all brought some energy and and something different to that game and had some big plays at the end.
1: All right. Well, the home opener is going to be on April 15th at the Lab. Go to New Mexico UTD. Get your tickets now. That's at NewMexicoUTD.com. You can always go to the United Team store right there at the corner of Central and Carlisle. Pete, we'll talk to you next Monday and get ready for that next road game in Oakland. Thanks so much. It's always great getting caught up, Pete.
2: Hey fellas, really thanks a lot. Thanks for bringing back the Boston memories and, uh, my days listening to WBCN and, uh, this, this is great. Uh, a lot of nostalgia and a lot more to look forward to. Let's, let's go get it. We got a week off and then we'll go get another three points. Sounds it's good. need us fellas. <laughs>